Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health, fitness, body and mindset from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And today I want to talk to you about perfection. Many of us strive for perfection. I have perfectionistic qualities that exist within me and today I just want to ask you the question, is that a good thing? Is it good to be perfectionistic? Do we want to be perfect in the things that we do? And while you think about that for a moment and you're unsure, I want to ask you, what's the outcome of perfection? And what is perfection? Who determines that? And here's the problem. For me, for uh, many years, and I still struggle with some aspects of it uh, today, you come up with what perfection means to you based on your values, beliefs, standards, what you've seen before, what you're willing to accept in you to say, that's what I strive for. But in reality, there is no true definition of perfection because by one person's definition of perfection may be another's average. Is that fair to say? Can you draw a straight line? Well, yes, you can. But is there a a more definitive way of drawing a straight line? Does it have to be a laser written straight line? Is it just a hand-drawn line with a rule and say, well, to be perfect, if you broke that down under a microscope, you can see, well, the, the ink has left you know, little bits on either side and say, well, that's not perfect by my definition, but somebody else will say, oh, that's perfect. That's brilliant. Well done. I'm looking at uh, my studio is made up of all these rubber tiles and they've got, uh, they're one metre by one metre and they've got straight lines. And I can say, oh, well, that's perfect. They're all lined up perfectly. But are they really, are they perfectly straight? But at the end of the day, does that really matter? And I think... Where I have fallen into a trap is perfectionistic qualities immobilize me. They stop me from doing certain things. When what we really should be striving for is to determine a standard that we want to live by, but also determine the standard that we want to be able to function practically, functionally, quickly to get things done. For instance, if you're going to do something simple like vacuum the floor, if you vacuum the floor and you get off all the surface dust, is that good enough? Or does it need to be absolutely 100% hygienically clean? You go through your floor and you test it with little samples and um, to make sure that yes, you've got every speck of dust up and you've killed every germ and done all those things. Now, most of us would say, well, no, just to have it nice and clean uh, is good enough for me. Uh, For some people, doing that once a week, once a fortnight might be enough. For some people, it might be, I need to have it like that every single day. So I think you need to work out, well, what's actually practical here? It's not practical to vacuum your house every time somebody comes in and then leaves. That's probably not a good thing to do. You can see how much time you would waste through the day. Mopping your floor uh, five times a day is not practical. Doing it once a day is probably not practical either. 
uh, unless it's a commercial space, you get a cleaner to come in because the amount of traffic flow and hygiene, etc. Um, but for most people, in most people's houses, you're not going to do that, um, that sort of thing. But I know that they might sound like really simplistic examples, but now let's reflect at some other things that you may do through the day. How many times are you checking your social media? How many times are you checking your mail, your text messages, doing those things? How much time are you wasting by doing certain things when you're trying to be perfect perhaps at those things, but you don't need to be? You, know, you don't need to be checking your social media 20 times a day. You don't need to be doing those things. How much effort are you putting into that next marketing campaign where you're trying to get it perfect. One of the areas where I have really struggled with over time is creating video content. So in the past, oh gosh, when I first started creating videos, they had to be done on your old VCR type camera. And that had a little um, tape in it. It was you know before the discs and everything. And then if I taped something, I then had to then plug the camera into my computer to download a file. And then what I had to do is use some special software to be able to then go into that video and edit it, um, cut it, crop it, do all those sorts of things to get what I wanted. Very, very time consuming. I didn't enjoy the process. I had no passion for that at all. So guess what? They generally didn't get done. But now what do we have? We've got this thing called an iPhone or a smartphone where you can take a video and you can go boom, press a couple of buttons and it's uploaded to Facebook or you can do a Facebook Live. You don't even need to record anything. Well, you don't need to tape anything as such. You just hit record, do it live and there it is, bang, done. No editing, nothing. Now, for me, I used to think, oh, I've got to get this exactly right. I've got to get the headings right. I've got to get the pictures right, the lighting right. I've got to get um, some music in there as well. Um, it was back when I first started doing it, it was very hard to put music in. Um, there were so many things that restricted what it was that I was doing. And the constraint was me. My mindset that I've got to get this more perfect, in inverted commas, before I can put this out to the world because I hold myself at a professional high standard. But the reality is now, people have lowered those standards a lot, haven't they? Because you can put up a scratchy, wobbly uh, you know, bit of footage and it can go viral for whatever reason. So you don't have to become perfect. It doesn't have to be a movie style, you know, Hollywood quality presentation for it to get your message out there. So I think that has been one of the things that has held me back in the past, certainly with my video content. And I still struggle with some of these things today. I think, oh, well, if I do that, yeah, I want to do this and this and this. And I think, hang on, can you get it out an easier way? Stop your fluffing around and just get it done. That's what I did with my book. I was thinking, oh, I need to do all of these different things you know, you want to make the book so big, you want to make it so comprehensive, and then you realise that, well, chances are most people that buy your book aren't going to read the whole thing anyway. That's just the, the nature of books. Um, so why are you fluffing around so much, procrastinating, immobilising yourself 
just get that out of your head and just write and get it done. And that's what I did. Focused, got some assistance along the way, of course, to guide me and just get it done. My next one after that was getting my websites up to date. These were things that I thought about for years. I hadn't really updated my websites in 10 years. Even though I'd added content, I hadn't taken a step back to say, what do I really want these websites to be doing? And I used to arrogantly look at it and say, well, look, look at all the, the leads I'm getting in. It's very professional against some other websites. It looks great. It's very functional, etc., etc." But the rea reality was over 10 years, do you think websites have changed? Absolutely. So I thought I needed to deeply analyze what it was that I had in my website at the moment. What are other you know, leaders, brand leaders? So I looked at Gillian Michaels' uh, websites, for instance, and had a look at, so how is she doing it? And then I, I looked at some other ones as well to work out, hmm, mine's a bit clunky. And once I started the analysis, I realized that, wow, there are so many things in here that I, I don't have my services. I'm not advertising my services in here. I don't talk about my coaching. I don't have a shop in here. I'm not selling anything in here. And in doing that analysis, it created another number of uh, revenue streams for me. And uh, I believe it now looks so much better than it did before. It's more functional. It's uh, serving me really, really well. Uh, I did all that through COVID. But I was thinking about it for 10 years. And then I said, stop thinking about it. Now that you've got more time with COVID, this is the time to do those things. And then part of that, I then realized, okay, you've got to get this online program done to support the book. You've got the book. Now you need an online program. I'd never had one before. Again, I talked about that for like 10 years and thought, well, I'll do that before I do the book. I ended up doing the book first and then thought, well, if I do that, the online program will then fall out of the book. And again, I was thinking about all these different things that I needed to do. And in the end, I said, no, yeah, this is silly. And what I did was I took about five days out of my work. I traveled away from home. I stayed away from home. I wasn't that far away, about 45 minutes away, but just away from the normal hustle and bustle. I had my trainer taking all the sessions and doing, doing everything. So I wasn't involved with any of that. And I just, I would get up at 5am in the morning, I'd work till about 10, 11 o'clock at night, just recording day after day, I created a 60 day program. And while I was down there, I think I did about 30 odd days of recordings and content and everything. And it was so powerful. But I got to that place where I said, stop being perfectionistic about this. You're never going to get it to that perhaps Hollywood standard of all videos and doing all of this kind of stuff that you maybe think you need to, when in reality, people probably want a combination of maybe written, um, uh, audio and video. And so that's what I ended up uh, doing in the end. Most of it is audio, but I've got a number, I think there's a, oh, there's a heap of videos in there as well. But then it was about taking videos and photos of all the exercises and making sure that I did all that as well. So there was a lot of work. So again, I, um, I got one of my clients and I said, look, can you do these videos for me? He was a videographer and we used a, a day 
where we put together these 10 second videos of me demonstrating each exercise. And what it took was just some determination and a stop being perfectionistic about stuff and just get it done. And that's what enabled me to get uh, the program done. And so now I've adopted that approach to um, everything that I do and I ask myself some questions. Am I just being anal about this and trying to be so perfect, but really you don't have to be that way? Now my, obviously my definition of perfect for something is gonna be different to someone else's. And that's okay. But what I would say is if you've got this definition, you hold yourself to these really high standards, don't let that interfere with you getting something out. Okay. Whether it's a product, whether it's a service, whether it's a marketing campaign or something, just get it done as quickly as you can. Make sure the content is correct, like factually and giving you the right message, but just get it done. Get it out there. Otherwise, you're going to have a whole heap of absolutely amazing ideas and amazing content that nobody ever sees. And you can apply this across a whole, whole bunch of areas of your life. I mean, uh, when it comes to, um, say, me as a, as a dad, for instance, I think, gosh, I, I want to be the best, you know, the best that, that I can be. And sometimes I think, I create these ideals in my head, but the reality is you don't need to be like that. If you can just be the best version of you, you don't have to be the perfect dad or perfect mum, perfect friend. Just be the best that you can be and do it in a way that is uh, you know, functional, practical for you. It's great to have high standards, it really is. And I wish people had higher standards than they do uh, in many parts of their life. But often I think that can get in the way of you having fun, you getting things done, um, just being you know, the best version of you is uh, more than enough. You've just got to keep striving, I believe, to grow every day. And in that way, your standards will remain high and you'll get better outcomes. But don't let perfectionism stand in the way. Because I know that if I got over this much earlier in my life, then I would have much more done by now. And so if that's something that I can impart on you, it's not about doing sloppy work or any of that kind of stuff, but you, hopefully you, you can understand what I'm talking about. It's about making things accurate. It is about setting a standard for yourself, but not setting a standard so high that you're never gonna get to that. Because I think that can then cause a mobilization in your action and you find that all of a sudden you're no longer achieving the things that you really wanted to achieve before because you've just created such an unrealistic high standard for yourself. And I see this in some of my kids too, where they set these high standards for if they're doing a piece of artwork or something and they just want it to be absolutely perfect. No creases, no turned up edges, no speckles of you know, paint or something in the wrong place. And I'm sure if we examined 
what many people would consider some of the finest artwork in the world if you did it under a microscope. You're going to find some little flaws here and there based on some person's definition of what's perfect. But if that was the case, maybe many pieces of art like the Mona Lisa, some Monets and Rembrandts and that kind of stuff, we would never see if they held themselves to such a high standard, this is never good enough for anyone to see. And I think there's a lot in what you have, many gifts that you have, that perhaps you are holding back because you feel like you're not good enough or you hold yourself to such a high standard that you're, you're scared that if you put this out there that it's not gonna be accepted, you're gonna be rejected. Maybe it comes more from that as opposed to getting something done in what's your best and just put it out there and have courage in it and um, just get more done. It doesn't matter if people come back and say, yeah, look, I, I did a post oh, a little while ago and one of my clients that I haven't heard from for ages, um, he responded to it. I thought, oh, good, he's still engaged and whatever. And he just said something like, typo, mate. And I think rather than, um, it was like a, a little meme. I think rather than put the word, I'm going to say I'm, as in I apostrophe M, I put in. And it, clearly it was wrong and I missed it. But what was interesting was that didn't really have a huge impact. You could still get what the message was with the image and the words. I was like, okay, so is that what you've taken away from it? Um, obviously, I didn't get caught up in it because I didn't pick it up and just put it out there and thought, here's a good message. Uh, but, you know, some people are always going to pick you up on stuff. That's okay. Just make the change. I just said to him, um, I felt like saying other things, but I think I said something like, yeah, great to hear from you. Hope you're well. You know, something like that. Ignored his basic message and just uh, said that. So, yeah, don't be perfectionistic, okay? It could be stopping you from getting way further along than where you are right now. So if you want to connect with me, you can do that easily by going to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, opt in for a free consultation and let's connect. Let's have a conversation. I'd love to do that no matter where you are based in the world. See you tomorrow. Stay safe.